0: Thank you for joining the Medit Church podcast. Today, we're going to be continuing our family vacation series with a sermon entitled "Difficult People." Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Starting right now. Are ready diving this today? Continue our family vacation series. Today's title is "Difficult People." Difficult people. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if you go to Las Vegas, Nevada, they some difficult people. In Las Vegas. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but you can still smoke <laughs> in Las Vegas. You can smoke indoors. I don't smoke. It was terrible. <laughs> you walk through and you'd be like walking through there, mind your own business, just chit-chatting, hanging out, and like He <laughs> got me. And not only can you smoke cigarettes and e-cigarettes in Las Vegas, Nevada, but it is legal for you to smoke the grass in Las Vegas, Nevada. You put those pieces together. I'm not trying to promote <laughs> drugs, but uh, you would be walking down there and like, you'll smell that hay field burning over there. <laughs> I'm hungry all of a sudden. <laughs> we all deal with difficult people. We all have at some point dealt with somebody difficult. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about six different people. Are different types of people that you may encounter. Maybe they could be your friends, or maybe they're in your family. There's six type of people that we deal with on a consistent daily basis. And so I just want to take just a few moments. The first one we're going to talk about just for a moment is demanding people. Demanding. I don't know about you guys, but when we went to Las Vegas, there's a lot of people demanding a lot of stuff. I'm demanding my Uber. I'm demanding my taxi. I'm demanding my luggage get there on time. Y'all, I was praying our flights were getting delayed left and right. I was praying that we were going to be able to be here on time. And I was thinking, y'all talk talking about somebody that's sweating bullets since Monday. Because the lady that was coming down that we know, her plane got delayed for two days. And I'm thinking, oh, snap. I'm so sick my thing. i got to get back to church. i got to praise on Sunday. We had a plan, by the way. So, <laughs> Pastor always has a plan. But thank God I'm here. But I was, I mean, I was, people were getting upset. They were demanding things. They were demanding that they get to their, the. Their, 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 I gotta have this machine because it's the hottest machine out there. It's legal to gamble in Las Vegas, Nevada. But demanding people. So these are the people in our lives that are little, what we call dictators. They demand that they take control and they are kind of pushy. <laughs> They're the ones that like to control every aspect of our lives. You might not mind a minute. <laughs> These are the ones that tend to be the dominant one in the conversation. Now I like to talk a lot. she's like, "Man, this sounds like you a little bit. You're the one that all, if you don't hush for five seconds, I can't get a word and she cuts me off like she cuts me off some people off in traffic because I like to talk. It ain't the demanding, but I like to talk. They're bossy people They're taking notes, disapproval. Second time we're going to talk about is disapproving people. Anybody know somebody that's disapproving? There's that person that they're super critical about everything, super critical every detail about your life. For some reason, they got to pick your life and they got to be critical about it. Or maybe you got a family member that that you know always feels well your best is not enough. You should have gave it just a little bit more time. You should have put forth a little bit more effort. Listen, listen, you're doing a great job, but, you're doing an excellent job, but, or, or this is my favorite, or this is my favorite right here, <laughs> well, if I'd done this, I would have done it this way, <laughs> but these people tend to be negative, judgmental, and all the time unpleasing, you know, they're the Mr. and Mrs. Perfect, their life's perfect, they got it figured out, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Then you got those that are the uh, the deafening people. Deafening people. I don't know if you guys have a friend or family like this. There's those ones that talk at like 120 decibels. Those deafening people. (laughs) They're really, really loud. You know they're in the room. They come in and they're all of a sudden, everybody knows they're there as soon as they start talking. (laughs) Jamie is awesome. But listen, now this ain't her, but this is Trina. But these people, they love to argue with everybody. And these decibel people, they like to be heard. I'm going to argue with this chair. I'm going to tell you that it's it's not the best chair in the world. Or they'll even argue as far as to argue that the sky isn't blue and the grass isn't green. Because they're stubborn. And I can't stand getting talks with these people. Because they're so loud. They want to be heard. They want to be echoed. <laughs> then you got distra- hey, uh, I'm sorry. Destructive people. Destructive. Now these type of people that they don't matter what you do, they get angry, upset, and they don't know how to control their people. They're like a ticking time bomb. They're tick, 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 and it's just waiting for the next explosion. Or like a, a dormant volcano that gets building up, and it's building up, and then you don't know when it's going to erupt. The next time it's going to, I should have got some um, coke and mentos and shot it everywhere. <laughs> so you're not sure when they're going to erupt. But these people are walking. You know, When you go around these certain type of people, these, these destructive people, you feel like you've got to walk on eggshells every time you're around them. And you got to make sure that, that you're pleasing to them. It sounds like a church I used to go to. Maybe may have been their youth pastor at one time. And then you got those that are discounted. I may have miscounted myself here. Did I go? I don't even know where I'm at. Anyway, discounted. they like discounted. These are people that are very, very easy at getting their feelings hurt. This sounds like people in 2020. I'm about to burst some bubbles here. These are very sensitive people. They're always critically thinking about every single thing. And they're the type of people that that sit back and they're always wanting to play the role of the victim. They want to play the role of, of, you know, being complex and second nature. Like I'm not important. Somebody's always going to be better at me than this. They always count themselves out feel like they're never going to sell. And then there's the demanding person, or excuse me, the meaning person. Now, this is that person that always constantly runs their mouth about somebody. Constantly runs their mouth. And they're always being rude. There's no filter in them. They're always going to speak the negative about somebody. They're always going to insult them. They're never going to care about that person's feelings. Now, we've talked about six different things here. Demeaning, or demanding, disappointing, deafening, destructive, discounted, and demanding. Now, these are the type of people. These are the six type of people we generally see on a daily basis. Now, I want you guys to hear something. <laughs> how do we deal with these people? How do we How do we deal with with these different types of people in our life? These different types of areas in our life. These demanding people. We're going to talk about it here in just a few moments but I want you guys to listen now if y'all listen to those things and you're trying to figure out which one you category you fell into ah oh, well maybe that was me maybe that was them maybe that was there, or maybe you just say man ain't none of them me <laughs> you're the one that their family's talking about <laughs> anyway believe it or not it can be very difficult to live sometimes with these people. Sometimes when you have friendships that they're constantly demeaning, demanding. You know, I've been talking about throughout this series, we've been talking about the people going out to the restaurant and going out to eat, being kind to those folks because they're short staff and what's going on. Well, there's people that we used to go to eat dinner and stuff with that I always regret you know, I was like, do we really have to go with them? <laughs> because they were always demanding. I And, and what we've learned is is throughout course of life is... It's their world and you're just living in it. That nothing involves, nothing else is going on in the world but what they have going on, if their problems, their issues, their well, you know, they gotta be number one. And what happens is, is we fall into these categories and, and we've learned in Las Vegas this past week is we've seen a lot of people that I, and one thing that drives me nuts is if if flow of traffic is going, don't just stop in the middle of congregation of everybody and take pictures and get out of the way. I'm like, why don't they stop for? We're going to take a And <laughs> I'm like, well, get out of the way. That's no, not. Y'all ever tried to stop in that truck? Y'all ever seen a big truck trailer try to stop in front of somebody? Ooh, don't stop so easy. That's me. i about trampled all kinds of little people, short people. I'm like, oh, gosh, and I haven't took them out. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are you running into me? Like, listen, quit being dumb. Get out of the way. And Tyson be like, well, I don't know why they do that. I said, it's because they don't care about anything else in the world, but their issues in that moment. If it's convenient for them, they do it. So how do we deal with these individuals? How do we deal with people in this walk of life? I'll give them my right page here. Number one, taking notes, refuse to be offended. Refuse to be offended. That's hard. 2021, everybody's offended about everything. Everything, online campus. I'm somebody gonna watch this later on and report me because I'm being offensive because I hurt their feelings. You well, know, you talked about me back six points ago. You talked about me. <laughs> I'm so upset. 2021, we can't. You better walk down the road without offending somebody. You want to offend me? It's hard. I just get upset when you don't write me back or call me back and. <laughs> I'd rather you punch me in the face. But refuse to be offensive. When somebody comes at you and they're mean to you and they're ugly to you and, and they're trying to beat you down and break you down, refuse to be offensive. Refuse to take the bait. Refuse to, to tap into that resource. Because what the enemy wants to do is the enemy wants us to retaliate. He wants us to be offensive. He wants us to be ugly See, we're constantly taught throughout movies, throughout TV shows, and throughout our course of life. If somebody does you wrong, you're supposed to watch. Get them. Watch any type of movie out there, and I guarantee you, you will watch somebody trying to retaliate against somebody. I remember when I was young, there was a series of movies called Die Hard. Die Hard. (laughs) And he got upset. And he went on in ranching. I give you one betting better. Uh, I just come to me. Hang <laughs> see the guy. Stand by. This ain't my notes. so I'm going off notes here. Uh, John Wilkes movies. He got offended because they killed his dog. Got upset. <laughs> so he got on the revenge war path. Upset. Die Hardly took Bruce Wilson's shoes, and he got upset about it. He shot from shoes. This that's reality. People want to retaliate back because somebody does something wrong to them. And sometimes I mean, it's so hard. Well, Pastor Michael, you're just up there. You're just preaching the word, and, and I, that's easy for you to say. I'm going to tell you, it's not always easy for me. It's hard for me sometimes. Well, so Pastor Michael, you shouldn't have started a church in Pilot Mountain. I got told this. I had two options. I could have fell into the trap the enemy wanted us to do, and I could have retaliated back, and I could have said some nice, ugly things to them. I said, or I could have done what i done. Hey, it doesn't matter what you think. I'm just doing what God's called us to do. See, you don't have to respond with the negativity. You would always respond back with the positivity. See, here at at Church, if you don't like something we're doing, hey, that's cool. I'm going to give you a rhyme, a reason, a rationale why we're doing it. If you point something out bad to me, I'm going to point something out good to you. Hey, were well, y'all, 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 y- you was up there, you were trying to sing today, you were off key, but hey, listen, but well, them songs are so powerful. They sung one of my favorite songs. There's power in the name of Jesus. So respond back. When somebody comes at you, and instead of taking the offense, take the offensive and say, hey, but God still loves me. God still loves you. But the Bible tells us in Proverbs 12 and 16, when a fool is annoying, he quickly, when a fool is annoyed, he quickly lets it be known. Wise people will ignore in insults. We got to ignore those insults. I constantly tell people all the time, people are going to say bad things to you throughout your whole entire life. It don't matter what good you do, I can do a thousand good things and nobody else say a word. But the first time I do something bad, guess what they're going to know? They're going to call you out by your mistakes. They won't praise you for the good things you've done, but they'll pull you out for your mistakes. Well, Pastor Michael, used to be this way. That's why I ain't coming to your church. You got people that come to your church, and I know, I know their backstory. I know how their life is. They can't be true Christians. I ain't going to come there. But you know what? But look at all the good things that I've done throughout my course of ministry. If I slept and, and messed up and stayed out of church for a year and a half? Yeah, I did. And yet, you know what? God brought me back in and said, stir up his arms around me and said, Hey, son, I love you. I forgive you. You're chosen. And you've been, it was prophesied that you were going to be a pastor and a preacher and you're going to spread God's word. It was prophesied before I was even born that I was going to preach the gospel of Jesus. And I stirred away for a year and a half. But you know what? God brought me back in. Pastor Michael, you can't lead a church. You can't do that. Why not? God's called us. I'm not qualified to do anything, but God calls the qualified, or God qualifies the called. When you're called to do something, you may not be qualified to do it, but God, when God calls you, He qualifies you and He builds you up. So when somebody insults you and tells you you're not good, just remind yourself that God has a plan, has a purpose for each person in here. Online campus, God has a plan and a purpose for you. God loves us. It says, love outlooks the wrongs that others do. Proverbs 10 and 12. Love overlooks the wrong that others do. I'm going to tell you something. You are ever in a heated argument? spouses, I'm going to give you this key word of advice. Y'all ready for this? Your spouse is yelling at you they're mad at you, they're upset, don't retaliate. But look at this, (laughs) when they're mad, just say, I love you. I love you so much. You're so pretty. You're so gorgeous today. I love you. Now, they may get mad, but you say, hey, I love you. I love you. Guess what's going to happen? It's hard to say, hey, uh, what do I say to that? If I said that to Tasha, she's mad, and then she'd be like, no, you don't. i am be like, well, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> no, you don't. you was just saying that. <laughs> See, I'm going to tell you something. What happens is is I give you all this advice, and then Tasha counters me. She's like, I know what you're doing now. <laughs> I know you was up there preaching, told the congregation about worldly, you know, your, your advice, your marital advice, your relationship advice. And I know what you're doing. Stop it. <laughs> I want to argue with you. I'm not arguing with you. I love you, men. You wanna, you wanna. If your spouse is mad at you, your wife's mad at you, men. You know how you can do it. Start folding clothes, doing the dishes, put the clothes up. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, you. Your whole she ain't gonna be mad at you no more, guys. <laughs> I'm just it's just marriage on 101. <laughs> Y'all want some? You want? You, they get at you. They mad at you. They angry at you. <laughs> I can always tell when my dad's mad at my mama, he puts something on Facebook. <laughs> I always know it. He's in the kids' class, he be like, hey, I know he's talking about me again. <laughs> Meet their children's passion, but I always tell him I'm like I'll be like, I'll be reading something on Facebook, I look at Toss, I'm like, my, my, my mama doesn't make my daddy mad. She, how you know? So I said, look at Facebook. <laughs> it's a true story. But when we say, hey, You've done me wrong, but I'm still going to love you anyway. You've done me wrong, but I, hey, I'm still going to come cut your grass. If your neighbor makes you mad, cut the grass for him one time. Take the trash out to the road for him if it's trash day. Love overlooks the, the wrongdoings in others. Believe me, somebody I know, if you've done me bad, I'm going to do everything within my power that I can to forgive you. Everything that I have, I'm gonna overlook those things, and I'm still gonna try to love on you. And there's some people that's done me wrong, but I still would show them love. Might want to throw a punch. i Number two, if you're taking notes, I gotta hurry. Don't wait for an apology to forgive them. Don't wait for somebody to come to you for an apology. If you just don't know what they did to me. You just don't understand, Pastor Michael. You don't know what they did to Trina. You don't know what they did to me. I gotta find somebody else now. Somebody else's name, because Trina's not gonna work. Because all I can think about is the lady at the <sighs> Backpack. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. You done me wrong. You upset me. I forgive you. I'm sorry. Sometimes we just gotta take those first steps as we learn in this series. Take those first initiative steps. It can be hard. It can be difficult. It may not be something you want to do, but it's something we should do. Because if we sit back and we wait for an apology from somebody, it may never come. How sad would it be that your enemy goes to the grave and you never had the chance to say, hey, I'm sorry. Well, they deserved it. (laughs) Well, they may have. They may have done you really dirty. But that simple, that thing on your conscience that's been holding you back from, your, from that full-fledged relationship with God, sometimes all it takes is picking up the phone and say, hey, if I've ever done anything wrong to you, or if I said something, please forgive me. You'll be amazed on how your relationships could be restored. The Bible says uh, in Luke 23 and 34, it says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they, know not, for they, did, for they did not know what they are doing. Father, forgive them, for they do, did not know what they are doing. They do not know what they're doing. Jesus was hanging on the cross. He was beaten. They plucked his beard out. They said that he was unrecognizable by his own mother. He was tortured, and he was hanging there. And they were gambling over his clothing. This is what we're going to talk about a little bit on Wednesday night on PhD and what we're going to talk about last week. They were gambling over his clothing right there and he looked down and he said, Father, forgive them because they know not what they're doing. They don't understand what they're doing. People may not understand the hurt that they've caused in your life. Just pick up the phone or send a text message. Hey, I'm sorry. These things right here are so great because guess what? You don't even have to pick up the phone and call somebody. If you want to text somebody, just text them do what I do, send it on Facebook so I can see the Bible head and fall down so I know you at least read the message but forgive them point number three, if you're taking notes it says refuse to gossip about them refuse to gossip (laughs) now, y'all, I'm going to tell you this thing of gossip can be very, very easy to trap us into the enemy wants us to get around people. Go out to the meal today. You're going to sit down at the lunch table. You may go to your family uh, and eat dinner with them or lunch, and the gossip starts. You ain't going to believe what Sally Sue and Trina and Backpack and Billy and Billy Bob and James and Ty- You ain't going to believe what they did. You ain't going to believe how they treated people. They start talking. And the whispers and the gossip and all this stuff starts taking place they start these rumors that aren't necessarily true the girls are learning things and and they're starting to build different characters in their life and and i always get begin to tell them they'll say something i'm like are you 100 percent sure you know what you're talking about well i think so i said you can't think you've got to know 100 percent. For sure, you know 100% of the facts before you say something. So if you don't know the facts, you shouldn't say it. You shouldn't repeat it. If you don't know what's going on, don't say it. It'll save you. I'm trying to give you guys some encouragement and some advice. It'll save you from a lot of headaches. Gossip. Gossip's bad. I hate gossip. I despise it. If you come tell me something, now I'll t- tell you guys something. If you come and you want to talk to me and confide in me and tell me something, it'll go to the grave with me. You say don't say nothing, it'll go to the grave with me. There's been things and people have told me in my life, and that's the one thing they said, hey, don't say nothing. Ain't hey, some people that's told me that. They're dead. They're gone. I could tell the world, you know, but, but they've confined in me, and I won't say a word. It's sealed. My grandpa gave me a, a family recipe. It's called the secret ingredients. And he said, now listen, son. He said, keep this a secret. He said, unless you have a son, then you can pass it on to them. The Williamson secret, secret ingredient. <laughs> Tasha has tried for years to get it out of me, and I won't tell nobody. <laughs> He's upset. It upsets her. She's getting angry. I love you. I love you, baby. I love you. <laughs> Please forgive me for not telling you. But we can find those things inside of us because we don't he didn't want me to tell and share that with anybody. It's a bonding mold that we have. Now, if you come to me and I feel you know there's within reason, if you're trying to harm yourself, we're gonna get you the help that you need, you know, we're not gonna just right, you told me that, now I'm just gonna ignore you. But I want you guys to know find you a group of people that you can confine in, that you can trust, not to spread things that are going on in your life around like gossip. That you can confine in, that you can pray with, because we're better together. When we unite together and we can unite together in prayer, we become strong. You know why the enemy do not like us to pray? Because he knows the power of prayer. We're actively working on something here at Medic Church today. I'm going to be releasing to you guys very, very soon, and I'm going to be telling you guys very soon on this. It's going to involve prayer. I want this church to be known and based on the healing power and the restoration that God can do, but it's going to be based on the power of of prayer stay tuned there's more to that to come but don't gossip Proverbs 17 and 9 it says disregarding another person's fault preserves loves but gossiping about them separates the closest of friends maybe you guys have been victims of gossip I'm going to tell you right now my name has been slandered throughout this town because of gossip. but you know what I've always refused to gossip about the other people the other party that's been involved I know the things that have been said, I know things that have been told to me, and that's okay. You know what I've had to do? I've had to refuse to be offended. I've had to forgive those that have done me wrong. And I've not I've refused to spread the gospel. I mean the gossip, sorry. I don't refuse to spread the gospel. I preach the gospel wholeheartedly and fully. But point number four, if you're taking notes, we're gonna wrap up here in just a moment. Always take the higher grounds. Always take the higher ground. Guys, I can sit here all day long and tell you about people after people after people after people after people that have done me wrong. Why am I sharing this with you? Because I have the same struggles and the same issues you guys struggle with. We have these same things, but and I, I'm trying to give you some encouragement today that you can overcome these issues in your life when people do you wrong. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. Always take the higher ground. Romans twelve and fourteen says, ask God to bless those who persecute you. Yet ask Him to be to ask Him to bless, not to curse. Well, Pastor Mike, I'm gonna pray. <laughs> I'll pray for him, all right. <laughs> oh, Billy Bob, God, I need you to. God, they did me wrong. Let him get a flat tire in the morning. <laughs> let him wake up in the morning. Let him get a flat tire. Let him have a dead. bear in his car, he can't get to work. I'll pray for him. Maybe you've prayed some of those prayers. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Just be transparent. There's been times in my walk that I've prayed prayers like that. God, you're gonna have to. God, you know they've done me wrong. God, they're supposed to be higher people. And they're pastors and preachers. God, they've done me wrong. God, how let their ministry dissolve. I prayed those prayers. You know what I've had to pray since then? God, forgive me for saying those prayers, but God bless them and bless them and help them get their hearts right with you. Because when we start praying with love and forgiveness, imagine what we can do. When we forgive those who have done us wrong and we forgive those that, that have caused pain and struggles in our life, imagine what our own life is going to look like. Look at Romans 12, 17, and 18. If someone has done you wrong, do not repay him with a wrong. Try to do whatever considers to be good. Do everything possible on your part to live in peace with everybody. Everybody. I know that's easier said than done. It's a constant battle and a constant daily we have to do, and it's a constant prayer that we have to speak out to God. God, help me. God help me to love people that stunned me wrong. God help me to strive to be a better person. God, pray these things that God will help you. Proverbs sixteen and seven says, "When a man, when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him." I don't know about y'all, that'll make you shout we start living out for God and we start truly praying out to God and we say, hey God, I love you and I forgive these people and I've taken the first steps to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, well, maybe, they're, maybe, they're, maybe I didn't get an opportunity. Maybe they're been passed on. I didn't get an opportunity to say to my enemy that I'm sorry. God, forgive me. And God, help me to forgive. And look, God, I forgive them for what they've done. I give it to you. God, I go, I just want you to be, I, I want to be a pleasing to you. And what happens is, is people are gonna start looking at you and they're gonna be like, what happened to you? What happened in your life? I see that you used to be this way. I see that you used to be like this in your life. What happened? What happened? Something happened in your life. Oop, hit the wrong button there. See? We constantly look at people's wrongdoings and we constantly try to figure out how we can get back at them. We constantly see the struggles, we constantly see the faults in people because the enemy wants to distract us, he wants to get us at our lowest, he wants to get us where, hey, you know what they've done to you. Here's your opportunity. There's been opportunities that I could have done really bad things to a lot of people. I could have destroyed them if I wanted to. And what I mean by that is I don't mean like going out killing them or something like that. But I could have destroyed their character. But I chose to say, hey, I'm going to take the higher ground. I said, God, I'm going to take and I'm going to stand above it." I've sent messages after messages, emails after emails, phone calls after phone calls saying, hey, will you forgive me? Even if I don't even know if, even if it wasn't my fault, if there's something I even thought that I'd done wrong, will you forgive me? Don't let past hurt stop you from the blessing that God has for you. Because if we let the past hurt, we let the past things take us away and we we stay focused on those past issues we're never going to excel to what God wants us to do so I want to encourage you today that you can give yourself and your whole self back to God you can give your whole self and say hey God I want to be forgiven God forgive me of those things that I've done wrong to people maybe you've been that person that's gossiped about somebody hey I've done it I've taken it to God and I said God forgive me maybe maybe you've taken the offense God they offended me but today, you can start new. Renew your commitment to God. Renew yourself. And let God restore that brokenness in your life. Because it's going to take God's strength to help us. This is what it's had to take with me. I needed God's strength to help me every step of the way. Just like a song that's playing, I've seen things time after time. Don't tell me God can't do it, because I do good. I know that God can. You can time all the time you can say, nah, that's not real. It's too good to be true. But I'm going to tell you that it's all true. And God can help you to get back to the righteousness. Get you back to where you need to be. Get you back in the right to walk. You can start today. If you guys will stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much. God, when we struggle and we have to deal with people of all demographics, God. God, people that, that, God, they're demanding their disapproval, God. God, they're distracting. They're demanding. They're demeaning, God. They discount us. God, help us to forgive those people that do us wrong. God, when we encounter these individuals, God, help us to stand strong. God, I just pray that you will open up our hearts today. And God, renew our spirit. God, anybody that's listening to this online and here in person, God, God, right now, I want you to begin to come bring things back to our mind that we may need to reach out to people, God. And God, restore those things. Maybe restore relationships, God. Maybe restore friendships, God. Maybe restore getting in contact with a family member to say, hey, I'm sorry. And God, forgive us for not being the righteous person or the, the, the person that took the higher ground. God, help us and forgive us, God. God, give us strength to take the steps, to take the high road and not the gossip and not the retaliations. God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say a simple prayer. God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. And God, when it gets hard, remind me that you're always with me. God, when people feel and, and want to discount me, God, God, remind me that you are my everything. God, you're too good not to believe. In name I pray. amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.